0: Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello and welcome to the Next Greatest Thing, a podcast powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Today, we are getting to know Mr. Stephen Black, the 2022 Arkansas Valley Electric Employee of the Year. How are you doing today, Stephen?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: Good. I'm doing well. And we are in the Waldron District today because you have worked for the Waldron office since when?
1: I've started work in officially in 1993. I worked two summers when I was coming out of high school. They used to have a program where, before you went to college to help pay for it, you come work for the co-op through the summer, give you a little extra money, give you something to do, and also you were, I guess, see if you like this line of business. So I, the year after my high school, I worked a summer. I went to college for a year, then I came back at Christmas. I worked another summer, and then I came back the next Christmas, and that's when I decided college is really not the (laughs) right right avenue for me, so it just broke at the right time where we had an opening, and uh, I got hired on permanent.
0: That's awesome. And are you from
1: Waldron? Yes, ma'am. Born and raised. Born
0: and raised. So being able to find a position in your hometown, serving your hometown people, serving your own families. Um, kind of a big deal.
1: Yes, ma'am. It's it's been the it's been the greatest thing that I ever could imagine, and wouldn't imagine what it's became. I mean, it was, you know, everybody I work with, most every one of them is from Waldron. Their families are from Waldron, just like mine, and you know everybody, and it it's it's just a big family.
0: Right. And we were talking before we started recording. At, you are my third interview for the podcast in Waldron, and I believe. The other two gentlemen that I've interviewed are born and raised from Waldron and have only worked in Waldron
1: yes. as well. Yes, Travis Moore, he, uh, his whole family, right here, Scott County. Shane Owens, his dad actually worked here before Shane and I. That's worked, right. Yes, worked with him for several years, and uh, very good family.
0: So, is working for the co-op in Waldron. Is it a sought-after position? Do people in the community ever say, hey, is there a job opening? Can I work there? Is that, is that something special for the Waldron people to want to come do?
1: Yes, ma'am. Uh, several, and there's not a big turnover. I mean, you've got to wait till somebody retires before there's a job opening down here. But I have several that have came through just asked, hey, is there any way you can get me on out there? And I don't have that kind of power. <laughs> right. But, I mean, we have several that that – well, there's a mentorship program with the football team out here that we used to have when Ricky May was coaching over here. Trey Williams, which is hired on out here, was actually the one that I mentored. Oh wow! So, so I knew him very well. His family's from here, and it just worked over that, and he's turned into a good one. I mean, he's going to be a he's going to be a good one for years to come.
0: That's fantastic. That is what small town living is all about, and that's what co-op yes, living is all about. Yes, ma'am absolutely well you mentioned that like, you don't have a lot of power around here but you do have you you do have an important position here because you are the superintendent yes ma'am of the Waldron District district what does that mean and what does your job entail
1: the superintendent is basically Clay Crowley's the manager here and a lot of times he has meetings he has to uh, be in different places so as a superintendent I have to basically deal with the outside employees, uh, lining up their daily work over the vehicles, trying to keep those on the road, uh, their time, the work orders that get sent over. I have to order the material for the work. I have to organize it, schedule it, send it out to the guys, hope it all works right. They bring it back in, then I close out those work orders. Then I file those work orders and send those to Ozark. Then I have to do their time to make sure the time's done right. And basically any questions they have through the day, they call. I try my best to answer. If I can't answer, I try to get them a person that can't answer. And then if the girls need help up front, then I go up front and work the window. Do you really? Yes, ma'am.
0: You are multifaceted.
1: Uh, I'm not near as good as those girls up front. (laughs) And I will tell anybody that comes in there... You may have to wait till one of my girls gets back because they they are the ones that really shine at this place. They
0: have a good reputation. Yes, they are very they're, good. They're very good at their yes. jobs. So, for the most part, you deal with all of the linemen here. for For the most part, yes, ma'am. Unless you're needed at the windows, yes, ma'am. So, what is your background? You one doesn't manage linemen without having been a lineman himself. So it really helps. What um. Most of the time people start out as right of way, I guess at Arkansas Valley. Did you start out as right
1: away? No, ma'am. Over here, when I started in ninety three we had two people that cut right away for us, and you would go help them. But every crew, if you had a slack time, as the old manager used to say, there's always right of way to be cutting. so right. if we got done, you didn't come to the office, you went out and you started cutting right away somewhere. but that's kind of been it's a little bit been phased out that we don't do it every day. Now, we still do it, but I started out as a fourth-class lineman, which is about as low as you can possibly be. <laughs> and then I just came up through the ranks to third, second, first. More years, more responsibility. Uh, but then it broke into where when I became a journeyman that that is the highest point of a lineman. That means you should know every facet of your game. So once that happened, I did that for a while. Then I moved to uh, Greenwood Serviceman. I went up there and I worked. And basically you deal with a lot of collecting bills, just doing everything there is to do in that county or around that community. And from there, there was a few changes made. They made a remote serviceman so i came back to the office and i started working with a man clinton graham and he is passed on now but he was he was the probably the smartest man that had never spent a day in college that we've ever had and i learned i got the pleasure of learning under him until he passed away and when he passed away i got approached about taking his position as a, what is a district technician now which is over substations meters and such as that. And that's how that came to be. And after I did that for a while, this position came open. And uh, I thought long and hard because it is different coming to an office. I'm, I, For my 29 years, I've worked outside. And now I stare at four walls. Oh, no. and, and it's hard. And when the storms come in, you hear the word line life. It is a life. I mean, you have to... You don't just do it; you live it.
0: Right. So, when did you become the superintendent?
1: Uh, February. So not very long. Ago.
0: Oh, February twenty twenty two. Well, yes, congratulations for that. Thank you. I did not know that. Yes, ma'am. Um, so you're still kind of in a transitionary.
1: Yes, ma'am. Phase. Learning every day.
0: Absolutely. Do you miss the outside?
1: Yes, ma'am. I do. Really. Hardest thing is, and I've talked to before I took this position. I talked to Steve Griffin, which does this position at Ozark. Right. And I asked him the pros and the cons, and he said, the hardest thing that you'll do is when your guys are out working a storm, you can't be with them. And, and he's telling the truth. That's the hardest thing. You want to be there side by side. Right. So.
0: So I, I've i learned a lot about lineman life and, like, what what that all entails. And since since working for the co-op, but from a lineman's perspective, what would be your favorite part
1: of the job? I really like it's different every day. Every single day you come to work, you're going to face something different. It's not like you're standing on a line and you're working eight hours a day, staring at a wall, doing the same thing over and over and over. You may, this job may start one way and you think, yep, this is what we're going to do all day. At dinner, it may do a ninety degree turn, and you're going somewhere else and doing something else. Right, and that's that's what makes it good. And that's what makes it fun.
0: Absolutely, and I mean it's especially in Waldron and across our obviously our service territory. It's rural areas. Yes, ma'am. Um, that's the whole point yes. of, of the co-op. But there's some pretty country yes, down ma'am. in here that yes, you ma'am. get to see, and you get paid to to you work get, in it.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yep, you get to uh, you go to the highest mountains. And a lot of times you walk off of them. Right. I mean, but you get to see it all.
0: <laughs> Share with me some of your highlight memories of being outside and working as a lineman.
1: There's a community west of here. It's Nell and Blackport community, which it's basically you're, you're in the sticks. There's nothing nowhere close. Uh, we got sent over there one night on a storm, and we got between creeks. Well, we knew where we were supposed to go, and Reggie Owens was my foreman at the time. He was leading us out, and he he called in, and he said, the creeks are getting up. Do we need to come out of here? They said, nope, got everything handled. It's all looking good. Well, about 10 minutes later, those creeks came up, and we were stuck between creeks. Oh, so God. we couldn't come out. So we spent the night in our trucks in the mountains, and the next day the creeks went down we went ahead and did our job, went and fixed the broke pole, got the chicken houses back on, go a different direction. Wow. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> those those kind of things happen and you'll hear stories that Lyman that I've heard for years, different things. Didn't have nothing to eat, nothing to drink.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, I'd be hungry.
1: But go ahead and do the job and you'll get fed when you get out.
0: That's true. That's yep. true. Uh, When I've asked that question in the past, uh, some of those stories have involved snakes. Yes, ma'am. A lot lot of snakes. Yes, ma'am. A lot of snakes.
1: That That same rain that we got flooded in, that's the big flood of 2013. And I can remember us once, they shut down 71 Highway because the water was coming over 71 at the bridges down around Y City. And Brian Horn, one of the guys we had a line go down, and it was a place that water usually wasn't at and we had a line that went down and they said well who's going to go out there i said well i'm not going to I, I don't do snakes brian horn headed out got in chest deep water and you could see him reaching to his right and his left mm. throwing snakes out of the way went and got mm-hmm. the line pulled it back we jacked it up got it back going yeah i couldn't not that I didn't want to. I couldn't do that. There's no way.
0: And you're not going to spend the time identifying whether they're poisonous or nope. not. You're nope. You're just going to grab and throw. Yep. Oh, shivers. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about basically why we're here and why we're chatting. Not only are we spotlighting you, but we're spotlighting you because you are the 2022 Employee of the Year.
1: Yes, ma'am. Big honor.
0: Absolutely. Take me back to when you found out that you had been awarded this. We, I, I was there when your name was called yes, out. Ma'am. We were in Van Buren for the service awards. That's where um, we were at the Van Buren district office where that was being announced. And you um, had some other nominees that were excellent additions or are excellent additions yes, to the cooperative. But you're you're the one who who was named, how did you feel when you heard that?
1: It it was a big honor, and you always hear them say, the third time's charm, this was the fourth time I was nominated.
0: Really? Yes,
1: I have, and I always joked, I've been beat by some of the best ones out here for that award, but it it is, it's a big honor, and Cindy Bowman, Rick Radley, Karen Stovall, all great people, all deserving people. There's, I mean, it's bittersweet because, yes, I got that award, but I I can't do my job without the guys back here I can't do my job without the girls up front they're all they're all part of that
0: absolutely and now that you've had some time to reflect what does that award mean to you when you look and you see that statue and that certificate or that that plaque you got a plaque yes ma'am when you look at that what what does that mean to you
1: that is one of the highest honors that you can in in my opinion one of the highest honors you can get because it was voted on by your peers, by your fellow employees. And like I say, when you go down the list of who's won it, Clinton Graham, Johnny Williams, uh, David Buck, Bobby Standridge, those are just some – Gina O'Neill, Lynn Culver, Sean King. I mean, those are some names that are just – those are the some really good people that really did a fine job – But like I say, me and Don talked about that. And he said, to get it from your fellow workers is what makes it special.
0: It's kind of a hall of fame of sorts.
1: Yes. Yep. It it was a, it's a, I look at it's in my window sill at work. I look at it every morning and it really makes you proud.
0: Absolutely. Kind of humbling too.
1: Yes, ma'am. It sure is. Because like I say, the way I look at it, there's so many people that are, more deserving than I am. It's just it's just a humbling honor. Yes, ma'am.
0: And that's what's so special about working for the cooperative. Everybody is doing their best to not only serve our members, which is our number one priority. Yes, ma'am. but also help our fellow co-workers in any way that we possibly can. Yes, ma'am. It's a it's a phenomenal working environment.
1: Yes. Um, these people that we work with not only do We work together here. If I need help outside of the work environment here, all I got to do is make a phone call. Absolutely. And and it's it's that person by person. And it's been that way for, well, I've been here 29 years. And it's been that way for people that were older than me. And I was just a young pup, but they'd come through. And if I needed it, they'd help me. Mm -hmm. It's the way it is now. I'm... Mm, I guess I am the oldest one at this <laughs> district office. The The girls are a little bit older, but I'm the oldest male here. And if I need help, I pick up a phone and I call and somebody's coming. And that's the way it is in day-to-day life out here. And that's the way it is after hours.
0: Can't ask for anything much better, can you? No, ma'am.
1: No, ma'am. Special.
0: Not, a, not at all. Well, if there's, at the end of the day, if there's one thing that you want our members to know uh, about what it's like to work at the cooperative and what it's like to serve our members and, and do what we do on a regular basis or on a daily basis, what, what would that one thing be?
1: We don't want your lights to go off. But when your, li- when your lights go off, we're coming. And it doesn't matter what we're doing. We have, we have families, but our families take a back seat to this life. And, and, again, I'll say it's not a job. It is a life. And we're coming. We want your power back on as bad as you. It doesn't seem that way a lot of times because there's stuff that people can't see. But we want their power back on as bad as they do, and we will drop everything. I have actually, and I can tell you a story about that, it will be the 21st of this month my son was born, 21 years ago. The 22nd, the day I brought him home from the hospital, I got a phone call from my district manager asking if everything was going all right. Shortly thereafter, he said, okay, I need you to go to Ozark on a storm. Oh, no. So to Ozark I went to work a storm. But that's just, that's not tooting my own horn. That's not nothing special. That's what happens that people don't see. And every guy back there has done it. The ice storm of 2000, Christmas Day.
0: That's right. It was Christmas Day.
1: We folded up. You leave the family behind, hope they're taken care of, and you go. You go help other people's families.
0: Right, and that's something I don't think a lot of people think about because when your lights go off or when there's been a storm, it's it's very how can I how can I help me and my own family? Yes, ma'am. that's that's natural. Yes, ma'am. It, it really sure is. is. But linemen do the complete opposite, and yes. their families do the complete opposite. Your wife understood that you had to go because you had to serve. And those families on Christmas Day understood that their their loved ones, their linemen, had to go serve. Yes, ma'am. It's it's more than just you. It's not only your life, but it's a life that your family signs on for.
1: Yes, it, it good, right, or indifferent. Once you take this job, you get this life. Your family, I, I don't want to say suffers, but they will take a back seat.
0: They are affected.
1: They are affected. I mean, I've I've. Missed very few of my daughter's ball games, but the ones I did miss, I was working. But that's what we sign up for. That's the life we chose, and that's what we do.
0: That's what makes it so special, though. Yes, that's it is. That's what makes you guys so special.
1: Yes, ma'am. It, it's a pride thing. I mean, when you see someone with a T-shirt on that says "Line Life or see somebody on a pole or you sit on a back window, that is taking pride in what we do. And like I said, it's not a job. Right. It is a life.
0: Right. And being able to work for the cooperative, I mean, there, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of companies out there, utility owned, you know, companies that, that provide this. And then I'm sure they do a great job, but there's something a little extra special about working for a cooperative Well, it's, as, as well.
1: I know every guy back here. I know most of their families. I know most of their moms, their dads, their grandpas. You go to Ozark. I know those guys over there. I went to work, when I started, I went to climbing school with our CEO, Al Simpson. Right, yeah. Okay. I know where he came from. He started from the ground floor. And how many people can work for a company that they can pick up their cell phone and say, let me call the CEO. Right. Now, I don't call him because <laughs> he's got a lot bigger fish to fry than me. But, but you could. I could, and I believe he would answer. Ben Schaefer, our COO, I've got his number. If I called, if I needed him, I truly believe I can call, and he would answer.
0: I, I honestly think so, too. Yes, ma'am. I work in a completely different realm than you do for the cooperative, and I, I feel the same way.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a big family. I mean, there's so many moving parts to this that you don't realize. I didn't realize. Worked here, I'd say, 29 years. Did not know all the different aspects until I got in here, and now you see all the different moving parts and how they interact.
0: Right. And because it's so new to you still, the superintendent position, what have you come to appreciate thus far about this position, and about those other moving parts that you really hadn't thought of before?
1: Well, when I worked at the back with the guys, it's always, well, why can't we do this? You know, it's just as simple as this. Well, a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's not that simple because it affects other people and how they do their job. And my job is just a small portion of a big machine that moves with each little work order. And if I don't do it right, then it's messed up on down the road. And can, and I, we were always taught, you make the job on the person behind you easier. Don't make it harder. Make it easier. So that's what I try to do. But, again, a lot of times I mess up. A lot of times I don't know. But I've got a phone, and I'm not afraid to use it. And there's people that if they don't know the answer, they know who to call that does have the answer. And that's what makes it great for my job.
0: I understand that completely. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. uh, Sharing your time with us. I think now, as soon as we log off, we're going to go find some linemen. Yes, ma'am. And take some pictures and some video. Yes, ma'am. With a... I'm not sure what's going on out there, but we're got gonna a, it out. Got a
1: tree on a line. Don't know, I don't know what the situation is. The power's not out, but I have a picture of it that was sent when our uh, wave people came through. Got a tree on the line, got it messed up, and uh, Travis Moore and his crew are going to be waiting on you up the road.
0: Perfect. Sounds like something we should go check
1: out. Yes, ma'am.
0: So thank you again. Thank and you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening and learning more about Mr. Stephen, and uh, what we do here and what makes the cooperative so special. Until next time, enjoy. Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC visit our website at www.avecc.com. We hope to see you down the line.